Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano, and we thank you for listening to AFR. And if you want to watch the show on the Internet, go to Facebook, uh, type in Today's Issues. You can watch the show there live and engage with some of the other folks who are watching and uh, listening. And then also you can go to, if you want to go to our streaming service that we have available, our live video streaming service, go to streaming.afa.net, and we... uh, Put most of our AFR shows there, streaming.afa.net. Also, if you're traveling and you're going to run out of radio signal, then all you do is switch over to our AFR app, which is available uh, on your phone or your iPad or whatever. Just download the American Family Radio app. Take you 60 to a minute or two at the most, and then you can listen anywhere you go as long as you have high-speed internet to the uh, thousands and thousands of people listen to us on the <clears throat> AFR app. Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. You know, I mistakenly uh, yesterday uh, went to, um, instead of going to streaming.afa.net, I typed in afa.streaming.net. It takes you to Amazon Prime. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know the reason it again. for that. I don't either. But it's uh, an enigma. An enigma wrapped, wrapped in, in a, a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And a mystery. Yeah, that's that 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 makes me think of Paisley. There you go. <laughs> I'm proudly repping the Paisley for those of you who aren't watching us on the, uh the Paisley, streaming.fa.net. You're you're ro- rocking as they were the Paisley tie. Yeah. Is that a New Year's thing or is that a the tie? Yeah, uh, Paisley. I remember? Oh no, no. Oh, he's it's been seventies. I know he's been pretty. He's been neck deep into Paisley for <laughs> the last good. several years. To That's be good. to be honest and in, in, uh, in full transparency, I had to ask my wife this morning between a couple ties which one looked the best. So yeah, now this is what it picked. used to be. You're wearing a striped shirt. I am. It used to be. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, an unwritten rule in the world of of, of dressing uh, of, of dress codes. You couldn't wear stripes with paisley. Or polka dots. Or really? polka dots. But I think that that all changed. I am a trendsetter. <laughs> well, so. that's – you if, could be, yeah. If, up and until yesterday, that was true. Somebody, but today, it's okay. Somebody has Tim, the, the yeah. 60s and 70s destroyed all those rules. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can't wear white after my mom Labor and my Day. wife didn't get the memo because <laughs> uh, they went straight old school on you can't wear polka dots and stripes at the same time. All right, uh, as we uh, talk here, uh, they're getting ready to vote on the House of Representatives floor, uh, the floor of the House of Representatives in Washington D.C. Uh, for the fourth time on who the Speaker of the House will be. Right. Steve? Uh, that is correct. They did it three times last night, and three times uh, nobody uh, was able to get the Any word? 218. On whether Kevin McCarthy will get the number of votes needed this I have, time? I have not heard. I know they've been working through the night. Because uh, they ordered 
pizza and pizza and Chick Fil A. If that can't get things solved, I don't have hope for America <laughs> that's, anymore. That's right. <laughs> got to be. You should be able to work out some kind of deal. You got I, pizza. I, and I'm going to guess he gets the votes this time, or they wouldn't be holding another vote. In my view, I, it, it is kind of like banging your head against the wall. It's a it? guess on my part, but I'm guessing he he's going to get the number of votes this time. Yeah. Um, or someone is going to. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But it, w- it will happen in the next few minutes, right? And we'll let you know. Well, the votes take about fifteen minutes each, so we won't know much. We might know something by the end of the half an hour if they. No more speeches, though. I don't think everybody's already done their speeches. Right. So I, they have to gavel in. They'll probably have a prayer, and then um, they will uh, likely. I think they will call the vote. If the vote doesn't succeed, then they start all over with nominations again. And uh, and then you can have speeches. Then right? you can have speeches. Yeah. Oh, we'll see what happens. What do you got, Steve? Let me just start with this, which is uh, <laughs> I, we have been accused at times of kind of being blindly against Joe Biden. We, we criticize him for no reason. It doesn't matter what he does. We're going to criticize him. You know, we've been accused of that, and I don't think it's true, We, but there's plenty to criticize them about. But I, I just want to prove to you that there's people on the exact opposite side of that that really would uh, don't, <clears throat> don't think that he can do anything wrong, literally. I want to read you a tweet. This is from a guy named Jonathan, who's nobody in particular, except he's a New York Giants fan. Well, first of all, on January 1st, he's a liberal. On January 1st, he... Uh, tweeted out, just emailed Twitter support and told them to permanently deactivate my account. I will not let Elon Musk ruin 2023 for me. Goodbye, Twitter. And then about half an hour ago, he tweeted this. If you read the Bible, it mentions the coming of a Messiah to save humanity. It's not beyond possibility that Biden may have been that person and still is. You laugh now, but you will not when he has finished his eight years of presidency. Well, what's his name, John? John Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. It's uh, apparently not, not, not read the Bible. <laughs> no, <apparently> not. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, just in, as long as we're talking about this, did you guys see that? I don't know if Kevin McCarthy is going to get the vote right now or today or whatever, but he thinks he is because he's already camped himself in the Speaker's office. Did you see this? Uh, I did see that. The White House, the Capitol, has an office for the Speaker that they can do business with. And uh, Nancy Pelosi's no longer there because she's no longer the Speaker. Right. So apparently, um, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy has set an office up in there and is working out of that office, which Matt Gates, who has been one of the ones that is wanting somebody else beside McCarthy, is a little upset about that. He... Um, he wrote the architect of the Capitol, and I'm pretty sure he wrote the architect of the Capitol because the architect is in charge of assigning rooms, okay. not that he wanted the architect to weaken the architecture so the room would fall in on McCarthy, but I, I, I don't know. It could be one of the two. Could be one. So the, I, I didn't know this. The architect of the house is the one who's charged with assigning rooms, but now there there is an office that's typically for the... Speaker of the House. There is, but so uh, the architect of the Capitol, um, and, and they are, they're the ones in charge of a lot of stuff that actually you wouldn't think is architectural. It's not architectural. Um, they, I, I, they you probably could have talked to the Capitol Police and say, kick the guy out. But this is the more, um, you know, peaceful. I don't know what happened. 
This letter was uh, dated uh, yesterday. I don't know if, if something had happened, we would have probably if they'd would've. come and escorted McCarthy out. Right. We would have we would have heard about that. But this is a uh, <clears throat> a very unusual uh, situation. Obviously, uh, maybe unprecedented. This fourth vote. Yeah, I don't know how many they did in 1923. Yeah, but. Here's what I find um, funny, so to speak. You have uh, these guys who and ladies who, uh, the 20 or so, who have not voted for Kevin McCarthy to be the House uh, Speaker in the first three votes. They voted for Jim Jordan. Yes, they did. Well, the first vote, actually, they had uh, three or four more. People, yeah, but but, they did but the not, second one, third one, I think they voted for Jim Jordan. All of them voted for Jim, the Jordan. congressman from, from Ohio. Correct. Jim Jordan, who they voted for himself, endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Not only endorsed him, nominated him. Nominated him. So, is Jim Jordan a swamp creature now? Uh, <laughs> no, I think Jim Jordan. Well, he's, su- he's supporting. He's supporting McCarthy, and I believe that uh, that McCarthy. Uh, people think that the Republicans that are voting for McCarthy and a lot of of um, very conservative, very good uh, people that, are, that we would support almost always voted for McCarthy. Not be necessarily. Right. I mean, right. They just they don't want to see the show. Ninety percent of the Republicans voted for McCarthy, yeah. or more. Ninety or more. Yeah. Well, we, and we heard. Uh, a 95. clip from uh, Newt Gingrich, the uh-huh. former uh, Speaker of the House, defending McCarthy yes. and talking about all that he... So he has uh, a lot of support also right. among people who are conservatives. Sure. Right. Yeah, sure. There, there's no question about that, including Jim Jordan. But, but, there are, but, uh, but there, it's just funny to me that Jim Jordan was nominated by the people who are against Kevin McCarthy while, while Jim Jordan... Uh, uh, the people that are promotes uh, Kevin McCarthy. Right. The people that are against McCarthy, they believe that uh, Jim Jordan is the only other person that could possibly get enough votes. If they meanwhile, meanwhile, so they just nominated McCarthy again for the fourth ballot. That's Republican standing. Meanwhile, meanwhile, former President Trump waits, waits to see who wins before he endorses. Um, there was two tweets that came out. One of them, he was kind of a wait and see. Another was very strong support of McCarthy. And I don't know what order they came out in. I think the wait and see came first. And then overnight, I think he came out again and strongly supporting, uh, McCarthy. Why did he do wait and see? I do not know. For the reason I said. (laughs) You're trying to get in the head of Donald Trump and I just be careful. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be the first person that waits to see who's going to win before they endorse. There you go. Yeah. Knew uh, it all along. <laughs> no, but he and he and McCarthy, Trump and McCarthy, have been tight for a long time. Yes, they've been friends, and President Trump has supported McCarthy. That's why it was a surprise when he said he's going to take a wait but, and see. But last night he said, you know, he said we'll see. Well, that's not an endorsement, right? That's a back off my endorsement. Wait. Because he might lose, and I don't want to be identified with a loser. But now he now he comes back, President Trump, and says we need to end this game and vote for McCarthy. Right? Is that what yeah, he said? That's yeah, right. it, what's interesting. So it is, tells me that he knows McCarthy's about to win. Could be. What? what oh. What's I think kind of amusing. You said the first time he tweeted out, 
well, we'll have to see. Last night his, he tweeted. His, and his, his tweet supporting McCarthy ends up, he'll be a good speaker. Wait and see. Oh, you wait, just wait and see. And see. He'll oh, be a okay. good speaker. Who said that? He Trump. said, no, he said, we'll, we'll, he said, we'll see. The second endorsement was. Second tweet. The second he tweet. Said, wait and when, see. Why did he say the first one? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I, I, I'm, again, I'm not piling on President Trump here, but I'm saying with President Trump, oftentimes loyalty is a one-way street. <laughs> huh? It runs one way. It's a one-way boulevard. Huh? Like a lot of streets in New York. Yeah. Uh, am I, am I, is, there, is there anything there's no factual argument. about there, what no, I just there's said? No, there's no argument there. You, President Trump's personality is he wants loyalty. And this is something I would expect from CEO, uh, uh, who's someone who's a CEO for right. business businesses over the years. Yeah. You, you, he expects loyalty. Uh, but if, if you're fired, you're fired. The loyalty <laughs> but what, but if, 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 uh, Kevin McCarthy had been speaker of the house and they asked him about Donald Trump running for president. And he said, we'll see. Huh? Then he would become moron McCarthy. Okay. There yeah. you, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you All right. The name. I got it. Yeah. Right, that was good. Yeah. Huh? Uh, it wasn't good, but it was He's good. He's a moron. <laughs> Send him to China. Okay. I can't, I can't really do a good Trump. All right. Uh, go ahead, Steve. All right. Let's uh, give an update on um, the bill's. The Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin, who, <clears throat> as we've been talking about, uh, had suffered a cardiac arrest on the field um, Monday night, was hit, uh, was involved in a tackle, was hit in the chest, um, got up, then collapsed with a heart attack, was taken yep. to the hospital. And um, the uh, <clears throat> the latest we're hearing is that he is improving, according to his uh, uncle, Dorian Glenn, he has been taken off of 100% oxygen to 50. It's been uh, dialed down to 50% oxygen. So 50%, he's breathing on his own. 50%. He is breathing on his own. 50% is they're giving him 50% oxygen, which means that he he is at least it's helping him breathe on his own. Oh, um, that would be a big step. If he's it is. It is a big step. Yeah. Um, we heard that he was. Um, revived or resuscitated twice once on the field and once on at the hospital the family says that that was misinformation that the uncle had said that but that he had been misinformed okay. they're all on the same page now but i thought it was interesting so the whole nfl world and in fact a lot of the world is now um very concerned uh for De- uh for demar hamlin and uh praying for them and i gotta tell you there's one espn commentator who, uh, when you say thoughts and prayers, he's going to take you literally. Uh, Dan Orlovsky uh, was a quarterback in the NFL for a while and now is uh, part of the cast of NFL Live. Um, ESPN, actually. He's on the ESPN. And, and he um, last night they were talking about um, DeMar uh, Hamlin and what they should you know be doing. And, and I want you to hear what... Um, Dan Orlovsky said and did. Listen to cut nine. I've heard it all day, like thoughts and prayers. And you just heard Scherf and Jonathan Allen say, like, all we can do is pray for him. And it's just on my heart that I want to pray for It him. is. DeMar Hamlin, right, right, right now. God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard, uh, because we believe that your God and coming to you and praying to you um, has impact. We're, we're sad. We're angry. Um, 
And we want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray. Truly come to you and pray for strength for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar, to be with his family, to give them peace. If we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. 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 There you go. Yeah, I, I found that kind of extraordinary. ESPN over the years uh, has proven itself to be uh, rather woke, mm-hmm. certainly left-leaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised there's no retaliation towards this guy. Uh, so I How am, can you I, do that, though, when you say, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it would be, yeah. It, it, I'm, I, listen, that was a brave thing he did. Yeah. And you can tell this was from the heart. And uh, good on Dan Orlovsky. I had never heard of him. I don't watch ESPN commentary. Yeah. I will watch sports on ESPN, but mm-hmm. I don't watch the, the you know the, the the shows where they talk about this or that or the games coming up. I just I don't have time to do that. But yeah. so I don't know who Dan Ar- Orlovsky is. But good on him for praying. And uh, this Demar Hamlin situation has really caught the imagination of a lot of people in this country because he's such a young man and it's such a kind of a tragic, it's a tragic thing that's happened. Hopefully it, it does not end up as a tragedy. Yeah. He recovers. Uh, but, um, good for this guy. Uh, the other thing I, we should probably just mention in passing is that, uh, there's still discussion out there by people who are authoritative that say that this, uh, might've had something to do with vaccines. Um, I'll just put that out there. I'm not, Gonna, what know, has something to do with vaccines? That uh, we've been seeing an awful lot of uh, athletes, people in general, but very fit athletes. Um, we have been seeing them uh, suffer heart attacks, and in fact, sometimes, often uh, among those that have a problem, dying on the field. So, um, people are wondering whether or not, because although it hasn't been stated specifically, we've heard that every one of the Buffalo Bills was vaccinated. It, it's very likely that he was. The guy got hit in the chest violently with a helmet, and then he suffered a heart, a heart uh, problem. That's not a vaccine. Uh, it wasn't that violent of a hit, if you watched it. It was a global oh, it was NFL too. hit. Yeah. Think? Well, uh, uh, all I can say. Are you going to be the referee here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 listen, I guess we'll find out at some point about these kinds of things. I. I Here's the thing. Thank, thanks a lot, Steve, for bringing this up. Here's the thing. I'm a reporter. I, have I, to I, I know. I know. The vaccine is incredibly controversial. I have heard a lot of stories uh, about athletes dying. It, they seem to be dying very young. I personally don't. I have not done the studying. Maybe you have. I don't know whether it's out of the ordinary or we're just hearing more about it because the vaccine uh, had as a side effect, uh, especially on young people, myocarditis. Young and males other, in particular. My, young males in particular. So I don't know whether it's happened more or we're just more uh, aware of when we hear about it. I haven't done the studies, get, but I've read them. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm agnostic on it. I, I have no idea. Hopefully there will be a full and honest investigation 
at some point over the next five years into the efficacy and the danger. That was a good this, word. I, I toss that in. Wow, that efficacy was impressive. And the danger yeah, of say it again. The efficacy. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, right? So, uh, so I, all, all I'm going to say is I'm agnostic. I have I have no idea. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, inevitably we're going to get the Tim continues to be rude to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the emails and the calls. Uh, I guess a few of them, Steve. And, and so I did. That was. Uh, it's not personal. It's like with Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> Steve. It's not personal. Uh, hey, ironically, Steve doesn't yeah. get his feelings hurt. We walk. No. Out, we walk out here friends, but the Steve fan club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just gets on to They're me. They're a rabid yes. bunch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just tell me, quit being rude to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> one lady. One lady wrote me and said, "I'm not. I'm not supporting y'all anymore." No. Are you yes. serious? Yes. Oh no. A few months ago, I'm not supporting y'all anymore because Tim's rude to Steve. I'm sorry, folks. Wow. I'm not joking. Now, that was only one person. Folks. Okay. Maybe she's back. I don't yeah. know. Uh, here's my here's my point. That uh, in the, ca- you, the case, we, we have a different view on whether that was a violent hit. Correct. Uh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it violent as one of the most violent things I've seen in football. But the speed in which the wide receiver's helmet went into the chest of uh, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, was wow. I mean, it was like wow that that just happened that fast. And y'all, you have to slow it down to see what happened exactly. I say and, it wasn't violent. I wouldn't want someone running into no, me like no. that. I mean, I mean sure. we see more violent hits yeah. in every football game. Is what I think that's the point you're making. Yeah. But to me, uh, when I've heard uh, people who are doctors and cardiologists explain what happened right there, the the impact of the helmet between the shoulder blades. Excuse me, between the uh, breastplate right mm-hmm. there. A direct hit at a certain point in the heart with that cycle. kind of speed right. can't could cause uh, what happened to him because the uh, player stood up for a minute and then he collapsed backwards, right. uh, I, had I, a heart attack. So if he had been running down the field, uh, uh, you know, in a play in something that had no contact like that, and he just collapsed, then I would. Suspect yeah. what you suspect, maybe because that's happened to like basketball players and stuff. Yes, and then you go. Collapse. Is this is this related to the myocarditis? Um, yeah, myocarditis uh, that 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 young people are getting because of the vaccine shot. Uh, that you would make that question, but because he fell down immediately after it happened, yeah. after that impact, then I I just say well, he he had what most of the doctors I'm read reading are saying he got the helmet hit his heart. Yeah, and. and uh, and it was just a, a, a freak thing. I uh, coached Little League with my son when he was that age. And a lot of parents sent their sons, I guess daughters too, to uh, the games with uh, with a pad that they put. They wore just a pad and it covered the chest because apparently there is this way that, uh, and, it, and it's more prevalent among young people, uh, ironically, um, that if you get hit in the in the chest, with a hard object, like a baseball, a, like a baseball, right? At a certain point in the heart's rhythm, it can it can induce a heart attack. Uh, and let me just say, I, I dated a very fine girl in high school, Mayo, uh, and her last yeah. name was Carditis. It, it is, and, and you know, I, I I feel bad for her. I don't know where she is. Hopefully, right. she got what married happened to her. her name. Yeah. I think she was on America's Got Talent, but myocarditis she's had to suffer through all yes. that talk about i think that. she gave you a heart attack right. <laughs> you ought to know by now 
Uh, All right. Wherever you uh, are, Mayo, I hope you have found peace. <laughs> Billy Joel impersonation what? there, Byron. Steve Jordan. <laughs> that went fast today. Yeah, that was a fast half hour, wow. 25 minutes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to pay for Steve's lunch. <laughs> so we're going to kiss and make up here. Metaphorically. Metaphorically <laughs> speaking. Amen. Please. All right, see you back tomorrow. <laughs>